like it's it just you kind of have to just like let let your art just kind of speak your truth and speak your honesty and as long as you remain faithful to that whatever medium it is it could be fucking woodworking it doesn't matter like just if you remain faithful to it it will it will show and that's like what we need to focus on and i know it's like adam it's fucking easier said than done bitch i gotta do two jobs in order to get pay fucking rent and shit yeah no i i get it i'm also there with you i broke as a joke you know but i just know that like doing shit like this like fucking podcasting and recording and now writing it's it's it there's something about it there's something in the air that i'm just like oh okay we are the get realisms podcast i am adam chase ready and i am christine chin and surprise we're both filmmakers we get into it by sharing secrets advice and gossip in filmmaking and we even get our other filmmaking friends to share theirs too so please everybody join us for and an ode to, to filmmaking. <laughs> Jesus. In this season, we get into Christine's feature-length thriller fantasy, Ursula. A small idea that made a killer swamp mermaid a reality. Uh, yeah. Realisms podcast, everybody. We are on episode 91. Whoa. I am I am Adam Chase Rennie. And I am Christine Chen. My goodness gracious, we are cooking, ladies and gentlemen. Literally, like the air is cooking in Austin, Texas. It is insane. I literally walked outside and it was like, I literally took a shower, took my dog out for a walk because he gets anxious around this time after he eats and shit. Mm -hmm. So I take my dog outside and I'm immediately covered in sweat, like just like head to toe, just fucking like, already doused in sweat. And I literally took a shower this morning. Like I feel good. And then when I walked outside and came back, I felt like shit had to get rid of all of my clothes change. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I'm probably going to take a shower after this. I didn't remember Austin being super humid. I I know Houston was, but I guess it is. It's just today. I mean, yeah, yeah, it it always I mean, there's a level of humidity, I guess, because I'm always used to the Bay Area dry ass fucking weather and shit. Yeah. So uh, and you still sweat. I mean, it still gets in the hundreds over in the Bay Area, too, at some point. Yeah. But like it got just abhorrently fucking sweaty. (laughs) Like it just like I it, it was not even like me just taking out the garbage like the other day. Yeah. It was like at seven at night or like eight at night. It was dark and I was sweating. <laughs> and then I and, and then and then now that I'm thinking twice about it. I'm probably just fat. I'm kidding. No, no. It, I, I know um, Roxy just came back from Austin. Actually, she was there briefly. I saw too. that post. Yeah, yeah I wish I wish I could have saw her. But yeah, I know she got yeah. she got her own things and stuff, yeah, you know, some family stuff. But um, she yeah, she said that it was really it was she she mentioned it too that it the humidity so i was like really okay yeah it's yeah. it's wild I, I i have no idea why but whatever i mean you know i'm i'm doing some uh indoor gigs you know office gigs here and there which is nice yeah. but you know still I, i'm glad i'm not on set right now i i will say that i'm very i'm very happy that i'm like i got this time to just do my thing a little bit well, yeah, fish. Um, yeah. Well, good. 
Good. How's shit on your side of the fucking country, dude? I am dude? Uh, much better. I don't yeah. feel like my face is going to fall off. So I've been recovering, <laughs> which has been really nice. Um, yeah. So I'm on the tail end of uh, being sick. So it's amazing what gotcha. sleep will do for you. Yeah. <laughs> Just some good old. I love how you just discovered sleep now. You're just like, listen. I've been sleeping so much. Have you guys Um, heard this fucking hype called sleep? This shit is weird. (laughs) It's a thing. Kids are fucking doing it. It's crazy. It's nuts out there. Yeah. So, um, no, I did the. I've I've been sleeping a lot, recovering, and I'm starting to feel. I would say I'm like eighty percent, which is good. So like 80%. So then that means hopefully in a few, I'll be able to like start to get back into doing some work. So, yeah, I feel like whenever I'm working anyways, I'm always idling at 75 to 80%, you know, functioning either way, you know? Yeah. So I, I feel you. Um, all right. Well, are you, um, are you working on anything right now? Or are you just, um, no, I, um, well, I did finish reading a script that, um, might be on my radar for October, I think to, it was, it's like an AD slash produced type situation. Oh, okay. Um, it's a, it's interesting. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um, it's just very different from what I would do, but I can't judge something based off of like what I would do, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know. Um, but we'll see it. It's the good thing is it's, it's in Los Angeles. So that I would. That's good. It's local. <laughs> do it just cause it's here, you know? Yeah. So, and I need to start establishing myself here. So I may just take it just because it's like here. Um, yeah. yeah. But um, besides that, uh, I want to get back into managing get realisms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That other company that I've forgotten about, basically. I mean, uh, we only have a podcast with 91 episodes. Podcast, I know. Like, around I get realisms. <laughs> yeah so that um so that's my hope is that i can well, get good. back into managing that and um seeing how i can infiltrate um i'm sure kelly is relieved if she's watching right now <laughs> she's like thank god take this out of my hands yeah so that's 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 the plan is is to to get back into little things like that that kind of took the back seat um yeah because of because of Ursley, because Ursley ate everything. So, um, that's, yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Um, I, I'm going to take it one day at a time. I finally have like, I'm now fully unpacked ish. So, so that was what I was working on was unpacking since I didn't actually finish unpacking the last first time. Like I've packed, I basically unpacked just enough where I could like be okay in my room. You yeah, know? you but got like, you got some clean shit that will last you for a few more days. For a and while. Then you can, yeah. 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 But no, now, I, I feel you. I did I'm the same like, thing. I'm like, oh, I've got to like I've 
got a whole garage full of stuff that needs to like be organized <laughs> and stuff. So that's what I what I did was uh, um go through all of it and just you know sorted through things. And it's funny you think you get rid of a lot of stuff until you go and start to repurpose or re-put things where they're supposed to be and stuff. And you're like, actually, I have too much shit still. I have too much shit still. I feel like as I'm getting older, like for whatever reason, I was always able to throw away so much more shit when I was younger than I can now. Now, like, I I don't know if it's because of the responsibility working in an art department or what. I mean, they're mostly tools anyways. They're not like... Artsy, I feel artsy like shit, you but art people are like hoarders anyway. Well, I became one. I became one. Like, yeah, like I take offense to that. <laughs> well, because Kelly Penna, friend of the podcast, yeah. kind of taught me like the the art of repurposing like a lot of the same shit that you use either way like you can you can repurpose it in so many Kelly, different ways the hey podcast. there she is Speaking so of, i was Kelly, we're talking about you christine was talking mad fucking shit about you just a few <laughs> minutes ago it was it was insane i we're pretty sure we have to cut it from the podcast it's it's pretty <laughs> yeah um, we met see we manifested that we were like let's just talk we did. about kelly and then kelly's gonna appear and kelly appeared hi kelly but I was just saying, um, yeah, that's that's speak of the devil. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I, I just I recycled everything that I have, especially like working on Grace's set, you know, that I talked about. Like there's a, there's a few shit that I've used on a few sets that I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to fucking use this. This is gold, <laughs> you know, regardless yeah. if it's like a like a, a little prop or like, you know, some curtain shit or whatever yeah, yeah it's, it's all a context kelly the reason why we were talking mad shit about you was because i was telling adam that i finally had time to unpack and i had to have a garage full of stuff that i basically went through this weekend while i was sick and and then i and then adam was like yeah i have all this other stuff and i said well i think our people are all hoarders anyway <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah and I, and I definitely I became that- one and then we started talking about you talking to Adam about repurposing things and 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 whatnot and that hoarding is okay. So um so yeah, thank God, thank God we're all caught up now. Um <laughs> kidding. Uh it was just it was such a great explanation. Like it was it was a, an, an additional four more minutes. <laughs> I uh Oh, by the way, do you have a heart out? Uh, well, Roxy. So Roxy's supposed to text yeah. me and tell me, "Hey, I'm ready for the estate sale." So, the, oh yeah, Kelly. So Roxy and I are gonna go to an estate sale. Mm. I know that's up your alley, but um, wish you were the there. fuck. It's up. Uh, it's up my alley too, Christine. Yeah. What oh, are you talking about? Yeah, you are people. Yeah, no. I wish you guys could be here. Be no, fun. even even sans art. I love seeing garage sales. In general, are fucking rad. I there was a few that happened just down my block a month ago, and I was just like, "Let's fucking go!" Got a couple of records. Got a um, 
it's not in here, but I had like this, like, uh, it's like a Sonic the Hedgehog doll that I remember when I was a kid and I was like, what? holy yeah. shit, they have this. And it was like for $10. It was amazing. I yeah. was like, yeah, I'm going to use this. It's a little dirty, but whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking this. Let's go. Um, it's, it's funny because <clears throat> coming up this tour, I have so much random crap. The foam moon tail thing, and then like two signs of that neon Ursley sign and the um, original. All of which Kelly sign. made. Uh, well, no, one of them Reese made the the one that lights up the sign that lights up. Oh, though and, that sign. Sorry, yeah, yeah. okay. So there's right. like so much crap, and I'm just like, man, how do art people do it? Because I can't even like I only have what I have for my set, and it's already too much. <laughs> this is a lot it's like holding all this stuff like what do i do with all this but um i still haven't figured it out honestly like it's fun yeah it's fun though have you do you go do our people go through their set their stuff and be like oh reminisce on like where these things were used i haven't like worked as long as like kelly or or reese or any of those legends have uh so i don't i haven't really had i mean i've had like a, a once like like as a result of the first set, like what I would buy, like that's like art department, like a necessity that I wouldn't have thought of, like pre, like if if I didn't work that first set with you and Kelly and all those people. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like a couple of times like that, but um. Yeah. Sort. Well, okay. No, I take that back. So uh. So I remember my 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 uh my cousin and I. Like we made like backyard like Star Wars videos like years ago. Yes. And I feel and like, like every kid does that, right? Yeah, like, but like I mean, like uh I guess so. Well, because like I, we were it, it was my sister's camcorder and I just robbed it from her. Like I just like I stole it like multiple times. Yeah. And, uh my cousin and I, we just like we we shot like backyard like just Star Wars videos. I used like a paper plate and like a cape to like put on top of my head to make it look like Darth Vader. You know, it's Aww. just all black and shit like that. It's yeah, like it, it it's kind of like those type of things that I see that I'm just like, oh shit, okay. I like that, you know. I, I miss that. So I don't yeah. know. Like I'm, I'm pulling so much stuff that I was from storage. So I'm, I'm reseeing all of these things that we use for our facets, and it's been, it's been really cute. So like, <clears throat> right now behind me is like all the, the, the. Uh, you weren't here for it, but I think you met me while I was doing this. But the Earth below, um, <clears throat> the sci-fi. There's a bunch of these printouts that are. Uh, friend of the podcast, Jason Cates, uh, design. So mm. I like I pulled a bunch of those out. Um, I found some stuff that we made for not not your ordinary hero. You came for that, right? Who me? No. Okay. I came See, for I a writer's I block. I literally can't remember what you've been on. Now, anytime like I've adopted somebody, adopted somebody, I just assume they've been on every single project that I've ever been on. Yeah, you you did the same because you always confuse me with Brad. Like every time, like you even like even told Brad, it was like, yeah, well, you've been on this set, right? And it's like, no, never, never been on that set. <laughs> and then for me, it's like, yeah, you've you've also been in like Earth Below, and you did Sky Vault with us. And I'm like, He's like, no, <laughs> no, no, never. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I wish I did, but yeah, no, I, I haven't. Remember. 
Um, <clears throat> but I'm just pulling out all this old, uh, I have, I just fixed the neon sign from Photo Employment that you don't know anything about, but you know of it because you watched it, the uh, by Gold sign. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah so I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang that up somewhere. And then um, I pulled out a bunch of our old awesome. posters, Shakespeare on the Range, you weren't on that one either. Um, what the I watched I it though. In route was the one that you were, were the first, was in route yeah. the first short that you were on. Mm -hmm. Okay, dang, you haven't really been with me for that long. No, yeah. I know. That's why, like, I I always get like um like a little a little not. I mean, like, I, I get like a little separation anxiety when it comes to like because I've I've done like a few PA gigs already so far, and yeah. I mean. You know, they're they're. Uh, I'm just gonna be honest. They're left to be desired. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I don't know what it is nowadays. It just felt like, uh, you know, like there. I mean, there was only one person I knew out of like the three that I worked on. Uh, yeah, three that I worked on. So, um, you need you need to change that at Get Realisms. Uh, change what, Kevin? Um. Yeah. So I, I've always, I've always just like thought like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, I should just sit the fuck down and just do my shit for, for a little bit because yeah. you know I don't want to, I don't want to treat this uh, working with her again. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I, well, she lives in LA. How the fuck yeah. can I, I you know? know, she left. She was just I like, know, I left. You guys you probably and missed the episode. Official. I made it official too. But she it was, was like, Adam. I had, I hadn't made it official. So I think it was really, it was, a, I forgot that so many people, I never really told anybody that was here. Well, it was and like it, a shotgun so, addition. It was like a shotgun decision, right? Like it was yeah. just, you sort of just like kind of yeah, went and, flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah. And I didn't want to say that was there because like, I was basically gone from LA. I was in Austin for like two of the months that I was moved in LA, you know? So, right. Yeah. So I was like, until I know that I'm going to be spending, like I'm here, I'm not moving for a bit, then I'll make the announcement. So Roxy <laughs> was the one who actually was like, Hey, you should, uh, you should say something. So people know that you're here. So you start getting jobs here. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. So I made that, that formal announcement that I am here in LA. Yeah. So, and I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to say I'm, here because, yeah. because I'm famous for this. I feel like I'm never going to work. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, no, I, I know that feeling though, because yeah. I have that feeling here as well in Austin. I mean, like that, like it's kind of part of the reason why I thought I'm thinking like this is why I'm getting PA gigs. I'm not getting as many art gigs because they don't need a mediocre art person. Oh, <laughs> you know, I don't I, I'm not trying to fucking trying to get some pity here, but I'm just I'm saying like I've only been a couple of years in, you know, yeah. well, three technically. But like still, like I'm just like I, I'm fresh. I'm new. Like I don't I'm not like this. uh incredible fucking art person okay whatever christine yeah i agree <laughs> i agree kelly um yeah so uh i'm glad you're in la i'm sad that we haven't been working together but 
I know we are though. That's the thing. Like I know, I know at some point we're gonna we we're will. gonna work together. We I just gotta I gotta um, figure out how to raise money for the next one after I fully emotionally recover from the number that Ursley has done to me. So <laughs> yeah, that way. it's just hard. Yeah, but <clears throat> I gotta yeah. figure out what, what else is gonna stick. I, I wanna write something that's a lot simpler. Um to do more than yeah yeah but yeah i'm not new too but i'm in south carolina i was going to move to la but the pandemic happened ah yeah 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 there's like a weird influx i think a lot of people from la have moved out to ironically austin um and then which yeah i'm i'm very sorry i mean like (laughs) californians are the absolute worst and like some of the some of the most yeah, some of the most wild Californians are, are are here. And it shows in the fucking roads because they're out of their minds when oh, they're driving. Oh, they're so bad. So, yeah, right they're out of their minds. Yeah, so bad. Well, LA, um, you're gonna experience it too, dude. It's gonna it's gonna be like the fucking it's it's gonna be like Mad Max out there. I can only yeah, just fucking LA, imagine. LA's it's bad. Uh, it's not it's not great. Thing, the one thing I don't miss and I'm getting a lot of right now, which is the lovely traffic so bad. yeah yeah but i'm like learning i'm at that learning period where i'm like okay when let me try going out at this time seeing what happens oh shit not doing that again you know that that kind of like yep trying to figure out where the sweet spot is when like things die down or you know which so. is impossible like living in the bay area because yeah, there's no sweet spot with that. Uh, Kevin says, I believe I got hesitant because people were moving out. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people were moving out as a result of the pandemic, which is understandable, I guess. Yeah, I, I had agree. a lot of, a lot of people in LA who were in LA that moved out. They just had a bad experience during the pandemic in LA because everything was very shut down. But then again, I don't know like how different that is with everywhere else that was also very shut down so yeah yeah but um yeah i mean i feel like you just got to make the most of any place that you're at you know i think there's no perfect one perfect place with la it is so fucking expensive everything is so expensive um, yeah, I mean, well, I, I hate to say it. The country's itself is just it's getting expensive it, and it, yeah. it kind of it it shows like it's it's showing very vividly between gas prices and whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, just name it, it. It's going up. It's expensive. You know? Everything is expensive, which yeah. is why you see the stock market like as as like it's like almost like a s- downward slope. Like, you know, it's it's getting it's not great, ladies and gentlemen. But here's the 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 greatest part about about this country and us americans and that is the fact that like there are so many creative fucking people out there that it's it's all going to show at some point in someone's art and i'm very excited about that and i feel like everybody should gauge that and everybody should focus on that no matter what at all costs like you just we cannot just dwell into this like Biden sucks, Trump sucks, we can't fucking politics. Ah. Stop. Just get to the fucking art and let 
if you were that invested into it, it will speak for itself in that art. I trust me. It, it, it's all there. Like I've seen, I've heard music albums too, that like, for whatever reason, like I never really cry when I listen to music. It's very, I'm not saying like, I don't cry motherfucker. I, every time I watch a notebook, I'm fucking, I'm bald. <laughs> like, Everybody's yeah, the notebook. Yeah. But when I'm listening to music is different. I guess it's like, I don't know, but like, this was like I listened to Kendrick Lamar's newest album. I heard it was really good. It is an like even just thinking about it like gives me goosebumps. Like it is okay. just it's such a powerful fucking potent ass album that speaks on everything today, the history of Kendrick. Um, Kevin saying the boys was uh, doing that as an example. You are absolutely right. It'll come in out in your work hundred percent i and you're right the boys did do that it's a it's a show on amazon for those of you oh, who okay. don't know um and yeah like it's it just you kind of have to just like let let your art just kind of speak your truth and speak your honesty and as long as you remain faithful to that whatever medium it is it could be fucking woodworking it doesn't matter like just if you remain faithful to it it will it will show and that's like what we need to focus on. And I know it's like, Adam, it's fucking easier said than done. Bitch, I got to do two jobs in order to get pay fucking rent and shit. Yeah, no, yeah. I I get it. I'm also there with you. I broke as a joke, you know, but I just know that like doing shit like this, like fucking podcasting and recording and now writing, it's it's it. There's something about it. There's something in the air that I'm just like, oh, OK this makes sense to me just like stepping onto the my first set as horrible as it was for a lot of people on that set it was the best fucking time because it made me realize like oh this was what i've been missing out on and this is great and this is what i've always needed to do this was what my path is laid out for and i need to walk through it instead of just be like well i gotta do this because of money and i gotta we're all losing money ladies and gentlemen <laughs> I hate to say it, money is becoming uh, monopoly cash at this point. It's it's, <laughs> it's it's getting ridiculous out there. I'm sorry. It's getting ridiculous yeah. out there. But um, yeah, anyways, that's just my point. It's just like, get get invested in your own work, please, everybody. It's Life is too fragile and too short for us to just give a shit about, you know, well, fuck, money, you know, everything money. It's like, yeah, I get it. I'm right there with you, but we can't lose touch with what what our calling is you know it's been fun watching a string of content that's coming out that was made during the pandemic um yeah. i just recently watched jim cummings i'm a big jim cummings fan Huge. you are yeah. I, I like jim um, cummings too you got me into him a lot a lot his yeah. new film beta test is quite good haven't seen it it's good Good. And he and what I'm noticing from the string of pandemic made films is this place where the director does multiple things. And I have such mad respect for directors that do that. And what I mean is like Jim Cummings edited the beta test. He also co-wrote it, co-directed it as well. It's not that much different from what we did with Ursley, where I, you know wrote, edited. It's just interesting because I remember 15 to 20 years ago where it was like 
if you see a film that where the director was like in four different positions, it was like a big like red flag to mm. not watch mm-hmm. it because it's like, oh, it's going to be bad quality and stuff. And it was a big faux pas. Okay. But now, wow. but now I feel like it's trending a different way. I feel like there's a pride with directors that do everything. I I believe. I I mean I come from that, and I it, I don't know if that's because of well it is a d- democracy the democratization of media and the accessibility of technology and stuff is just making it so much more accessible and easier for directors to control their own work. And really it's out of necessity um, because there's so much, it's a cycle. It's all a circle. Yeah. Um, so because of the democratization of technology, it's a lot cheaper to go in and make stuff. But now that because of that, there's a flood of content that comes. And because there's a flood of content, films aren't making their money back because distributors have the upper hand because there's less distributors for more content. And then it's driving the budgets down, which is then increasing the number of directors that have to know how to do everything to be able to afford to make a film. And it's this slew of films that are coming out where like, I just... So Jim's was one I just saw, and I need to go watch this other film that someone has metamorphosis. Um, but like he randomly emailed me and was like, hey, can you like order my film that just came out on Amazon? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do a film swap, basically. I was like, if you order Ursley, I'll watch yours too. So it's like that's awesome. Watch- it's pretty cool, but it's neat because it's like, okay, there's this is generation of filmmakers that and I think we're going to see it more so coming out of the pandemic because so many people couldn't work with big sets. You had to limit the number of crew, the number of people that you had association with. And so because of that, we're just seeing a lot of content where it's one person doing like five jobs. And it's, mm. it's quite fascinating. I, um, Jim's film was very, very good. Uh, I, want to see other stuff that was made during the pandemic and see how it kind of like i would love to have a pandemic film showcase of some sort can you make that happen austin short film showcase guys (laughs) but i just think that'd be cool uh suma yay my bestie suma is i visited suma in um in seattle Suma. Nice. She was nice. awesome. She just finished her radiation. But can Suma. you you have can you I'm sorry, can you repeat what you were saying about the um about the, the pandemic film thing? What repeat that one more time? Oh, that I would love to I would be great if there was actually like a festival that was uh, or just a set selection of films that were features that were done during the pandemic. Oh just, right, yeah. I would just it'd be fun to see like what kind of creativity resulted from that. Right. Like, yeah. hundred percent. We had to minimize locations, you know, we had to minimize. So there's a lot of things that are being shot in like one location, you know, mm-hmm. type thing, and, and uh, minimize crew. Like Kevin was saying, Malcolm and Mary, they had a small crew. Yeah. And they shot that. So like, how does that affect art and, and whatnot? So. Yeah. So uh yes i i visited sumo in seattle seattle's badass have you ever been to seattle no i've always wanted to though 
Yeah. I was in Seattle and I was like, I chose the wrong city to move to. <laughs> oh, you like Seattle that much? I loved Seattle, mm-hmm. but the only problem is there's no film in Seattle. So I have to. Yeah. A friend of mine kept wanting me to go to Seattle because she lives, she lives there. So like, um, I, I kept wanting to, to visit, but like never got around to it. And I, I just always thought I'm like, Seattle is just going to be fucking wet all the time. And it's just going to fucking bother me at some point. Like, yeah, Kevin, you're right. It does rain a lot. I think to the point to so much that our, one of our mutual friends, Suma and I's mutual friend, um, Chelby, they are, they were from Austin, moved to Seattle and now are planning to move back to Austin. Uh, this is Superstore did a whole season during the pandemic and wove it into the story. It was, it was intense. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Superstore. I haven't seen that. I, I need to, I need to catch up on watching stuff. Um, Yeah. Have you watched, you should watch early because that was done during the pandemic and because selfish, selfish, selfless, selfless, uh, selfish uh, plug. That's what the, our, podcast is about so oh yeah yeah you should, yeah. You should totally watch, watch it, it. Every, yeah. no hey not just kevin everybody, everybody. watch watch early what are you talking yeah. about yeah you get, get it it's on itunes it's on amazon it's everywhere just google it it, it rent it it's gonna be uh superstore i don't know sumo where's where uh is superstore on is that it's on it's nbc or? so it's probably gonna be on the peacock app oh. so um yeah i mean Again, that's like talk about oversaturation of content. Um, yeah, it like there's there's Peacock, there's fucking you know I I got Criterion Channel, which is fucking amazing, Hulu. by the way. Hulu. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin. Uh, okay. Superstore is on Hulu. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I haven't seen that either, so I'm gonna put it on my list of stuff to watch. Superstore. Uh, Ursley, no, um, E R. So you look at Suma just spelled it E R Z U L I E. It's also on my t shirt. Look at that. Conveniently spelled out for you, Kevin. It's all, it's on Amazon, iTunes, all that jazz. Get it now. Get it. It's about a mermaid and feminism. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I, I've watched a lot of shit, um, recently because like I've, I've noticed that like, I like rewatching shit that I've always watched on TV, like yeah. over and over, but I don't realize uh, Kevin says, okay, thanks for the heads up. I'll check those out. Please do. Please, 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 please. please do, and then like, come on um, next week and tell us about it. Yes. 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 So um, um, I'm losing my train of thought. This is not great. I hate this. Um, I want to die. Uh, um, kill me. talking about content done during the pandemic. Let me tell you that they uh brain fart switch. <laughs> it was it, I was on to something. I was on to something and then I fucked it up. I fucked it up. Um <laughs> and it's good, it's good to know that uh Christine doesn't listen to me too. I was listening um, to you. Uh because I needed help. Uh I I think I saw your post on it. Thanks. Uh sorry, my schedule changed on Sunday, so I won't be on when y'all start, but I'll hop on when I can next Sunday. It's cool. cool. Any anytime, Kevin. Yeah. Anytime you hop on, you can just be like, guess what? I watched the film. I want to talk even, about 
Yeah, you can even we're on Facebook. Go and get realisms on Facebook. Uh, we're live there all the time, uh, not just Instagram. So if you want to catch us in the comments, we'll respond to you um, and we'll we'll share it live and stuff. Um, oh, movies that I saw. That's that's what I was talking about. So uh, I haven't. So I've watched a lot of movies like on TV when I was younger that, that were just super that I'm rewatching now. But I didn't realize how severely cut these movies are like when they Same air way. on TV. So when you air on TV, oh, like no. they, in cut, any, they cut them shorter, they cut them shorter for commercials, for vulgarity uh, and sex, like anything yeah. like cursing or sex. It's just like they're they're It just gets cut out and shit, which, you know, there's there's every so often like, you know, they kind of pick and choose their movies. They're not going to go for like the raunchiest fucking movies. But some channels after like 11 or midnight they play like you know after dark movies like they'll play oh. like like the the crazy ass like you know um i don't know like requiem for a dream kind of you know movies oh, and shit like that, that it's yeah. it's intense that was, one, that was a one-time thing but the one movie that i saw all the time on tv and it blew my fucking mind and i know we're kind of we i'm talking about a high budget film i know it's you know it's not on brand but it's still a great story nonetheless and i didn't really take it as seriously as i as i did when i watched it when i was younger watched the movie called heat came out in 1995 oh heat yes it's al pacino have, robert de niro and val fucking kilmer dude i need to rewatch that it that is again. well here's the thing it's a three-hour film so it's here like like if if y'all don't really have the attention span of just like a three-hour film which by the way like we're in a binging tv generation of 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 us why is it that we binge tv but like when anything is like over two hours most people just check out from watching the movie straight up. I, I noticed that. No, I don't know what it is. I was talking to my friends about it and I was making fun of them. I'm like, so you mean to tell me that you binged like a whole season of Game of Thrones in, literally in one night. But the idea of watching Avengers that is two and a half hours is daunting. <laughs> like how? I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, like, am I out of my mind? I mean, like, well, I think it, no, no, no. I think that's that's how TV gets you. Is that you go in expecting? I'm just gonna watch thirty minutes. I'm just gonna watch an hour, right? And so right. that's how they hook you. Yeah. And then you go and you're like, well, what's another thirty minutes? That's fine. I can do it. So like, what it's what TV has done is work with that human like our current generations need to consume short form content as and then but they've built it i mean if you if you binge watch a full thing you're watching a whole damn story right and so but it, they're tricking you per se right so 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 it's like yeah, yeah. kelly said bite-sized candy so it's like right uh, you know, when you're like on a diet and you're like, okay, I'm just going to eat this tiny piece of this cookie. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, well, that was one little tiny piece. So I'll just eat the other small piece. And then by the time you're done, you've eaten the whole damn cookie. So, but if like, I showed you the yeah. same cookie and I was like, this thing is a thousand calories. It's a psychological thing. 
Right. I'll only have a few. Five hours later, the bag is empty, says Kelly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's me all the time. I don't I don't know my limitations. Once a bag is opened, I'm I'm following through. That's the thing. When I eat Ben and Jerry's, I always throw away the cap because I'm not a fucking quitter. I'm not a quitter. Yeah, I follow through with not, my Ben and Jerry's. Uh, um, but it's psychological. It um, is. I think more so than anything. But Kelly so brings up a point here, that, there, yes, it, here's, it is weird to find a spot where to have like a bathroom break. And they used to have intermissions well, in films and stuff. And, right. But that's my question, though. So is that a problem in the lack of the film trying to get your attention in the first 15 anyways? Rather than it's just, well, it's too long of a movie. Because if nobody saw the runtime and they just saw like the first 10 minutes of something or the first 15 minutes of something, then if it hooks you, then it hooks you. Should, you should follow through with it. And Kevin says, but let me ask, how do you explain people binging Stranger Things with film length? So that's what I'm talking about. Mm. So that's exactly, exactly what I'm saying right now. So you, you're basically, you have the content and it captures your attention. So yeah, you're going to follow through with that entire episode along with five more episodes after that. But when you're watching a movie like Star Wars, that's almost three hours long, it's like, no, thank you. It's like, you're already committed to that investment anyways with that story. You can take 15 minutes out of something mm-hmm. and then really like, because that's what they capture you with the shows anyways, too. Yeah. Like if they don't capture you in the- structure thing too. I don't know, like uh, TV structure versus- narrative structure like i know in shorts they have you like every you something needs to happen every at least every five minutes is like how we have sure we are programmed so when we're making stuff and then like with the narrative it's like every 15 pages right um yeah pretty much give or take 20 every 15 so every 15 to 20 minutes something major happens but if a tv thing is like let's say 30 minutes an hour, it's faster. It's a little bit faster that you're breaking it up. So it's maybe like every 10 minutes or some, or that something's happening. And there's a hook too at the very end that gets you to continue to watch more yeah. stuff, right? It's that right. like hook. And so I, it's all psychological, in my opinion, but like- That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think- just like for movies, just-, just they, they wouldn't be able to get away with it, but I'm just saying, like, just not put the wrong time. I, that's, I, that's, that's my suggestion, but yeah, you're right. I don't, there's no way they're going to not do that, but yeah, I mean, I agree though. Like, I, I just like, I think like you're, you're kind of belittling the, the entire experience of it. And also we're, we're in the digital age of streaming motherfucker. We can pause it and come back, <laughs> you know, like we, we don't have to, we don't have to constantly just, you know, yeah, I mean, it's hard for some instances, though, but like the binging happens accidentally. Like, right, right. You, when you commit to a two and a half hour, three hour movie, you are committing that you are intentionally setting three hours of time for yourself. Binging doesn't yeah. happen that way. You're not intentionally setting three hours of time. You just accidentally set three hours of time because you kept adding time to it. You see what I'm saying? So that psychological conditioning of, well, do I want to watch this one episode of a show that I may or may not binge or watch a three-hour movie? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's, 
that's what it that's is. That's a good point. It's, yeah. It's all psychological. It's like, yeah, even now with me too, like I have to be like, okay, I am committing one o'clock to five or four o'clock to watch yeah. this three hour movie. And that's when like business Fair enough. are. And like, that's when things are open. And like, do I really want to do that? Because if I use this time, it's gonna be dark and you know, all this other stuff versus like, oh yeah, it's something I'll watch that and be like, oh, that was really good. Well, did any, did any of my friends call within the last hour or two to go hang out? You know, I guess yeah. not. It's just me and my pajamas. Yeah. I don't feel like going out anyway. All right, let's watch another one. You know what I'm saying? And then like, yeah, because we later. might as well. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, yeah. Kevin says, I'll add what people want to talk about. My friends and I have watched Thor, Love and Thunder and the boys. And I've had more conversations about the boys over Thor for sure, because it's a TV show. Like, yeah, there's way more content to literally like it's Expand upon. eight hours of content that you're like, you can just, you know, gush over rather than like a yeah, like then a two hour film, two hour and 20 minute film that um you know is is essentially just a taika waititi film <laughs> you know and it's the, the yeah. thing is that like it's the whole like we want absolutes yet we don't right because with the film it's absolutely done like that's it uh, unless it's set for a sequel so there's right. really not much point to talk too much more about it because you can't form your own opinions about what's going to happen next or or you may discuss like if you didn't understand something or you really liked it and there's concepts and themes and something that you will you want but like with a tv show yeah. it's like you get to play almost your own writer a little bit oh right you yeah. don't know what's going to happen next so it's fun it's a good conversation piece to discuss like and be your if i were to write the next episode how would I want the characters to go? Or like, I have this connection with this particular character and I feel like this character would do this, you know? So, so I think because of that, there's so much more room for conversation. That's something I, I need to get into series writing. That's, that's not my goal. It's literally, it's, on my it's a board. daunting, it's a daunting fucking task. Like it, it, I mean, like, unless like you're willing to work with a writer's room, which I mean, there's, that's always an option. Um, yeah. and that can really help, you know, it, it could also make or break your, your content too, <laughs> but, um, uh, no, there's something else I was going to, I was going to say though, uh, when it comes to content. Yeah. But I think you're right though. Like, I, I think like, yeah, because more content equals more conversation, I guess. With, yeah, but to, when it, when to it comes go down with to, lines to what you're talking about with like series writing and why it's so daunting is because there are so many more possibilities and storylines and... Well, the character threading in yeah, just threading. you have fucking 15 characters, Christine, that you have to juggle and shit, you know, like you can't have a it's not like a movie where you can get away with maybe two main characters, you know, right. you can yeah. even get away with one in certain circumstances. But the series is very hard to just write it for one person right. like that's really, really hard. But if you can do it with 15 different characters and they all have their own arcs and their thread and their, their, you know, it all weaves into the plot line seamlessly, you know, 
um, understand their wants and needs and stuff, the, the reveals and the reversals, all that writer hokey pokey. Yeah, like that's awesome. But I mean, like, that's like everything to juggle. That's like, a, right. you look like a, you look like, you know, like you see a detective's wall and you see like post it yes. notes and like threading yeah, and shit like that. Threading. Like, that's what it yep. looks like, it, yeah, you know? In your brain. Yes. Right. Like, totally yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I want to get, I do want to get into that. So, um, it's weird because, okay, this is something that's really weird. Like, it's really weird for me not to be like already knowing that I have like three jobs lined up, but like, but I purposely did that to myself so that I could write, but it feels weird. It feels really weird. Because you, you set that self up for yourself or yeah i said i set it up to do this so that i can get into the mindset for writing because it's in it's very difficult to write when you are like okay i'm gonna write for a week and then peace out i'm gone for two months you know (laughs) yeah that doesn't yeah yeah. and also you kind of have to have that creative mindset and you can do nothing yeah essentially yeah. Yeah. I've listened to like M. Night Shyamalan and different writers and their their podcasts and stuff. And they're like, yeah, there's days where I literally need to sit there and do nothing to write, to be. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so like, and it's just a weird, yeah. Kevin said what? that he's doing a graphic novel series and he's yeah. it. It's very cool, Kevin. It very is super cool. cool. But sometimes yeah. like it's whenever I find myself into that funk where I'm just literally just staring at my wall, literally into the abyss, I just, I have to watch something like, and that's yeah. why like I put on a movie like, or, you know, even, even as stupid as like a show, like Rick and fucking Morty, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Like, I just, I want to watch something that's a little bit like out of, out of my head creatively that I can just ingest and I can come back, circle back around. And I always find it that I can engage with my work a little better after Mm -hmm. I just give myself a breathing room to just let my brain think, let my brain just like disengage from it just for a little bit. And then once I'm done with it, get a whatever cup of coffee, a snack or whatever, come back. And then I'm ready to just like, okay, here's, here's what I need to focus on, you know, and you just shift your focus, whatever you're doing, you know? Yeah. Uh, Mine is usually if I do something mundane. So like. Oh, chores and shit. Yeah. Yeah, Driving or like organizing something. Yeah. Things that don't take much mental space, but like are physical and like, but I I can go on autopilot with it. With the task, you mean? Or yeah, with, with writing? Task, yeah, yeah. The task. And, but it's just enough, like, mental break to yeah. be able to, like, also... Because you're disengaging from or, your writing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... And so it's only, I, like, a brief moment that you need, right? Like, yeah, once, exactly. once you disengage with it, then, you know... It's like, have you ever seen the show Mad Men? probably not yes. it's okay yes, oh, have, oh you have, have? Yes. you remember okay so you remember second season when don draper uh or no maybe third season when peggy started working advertising with don draper yes and she was like how do you come up with these quips how do you come up with these ideas and he's like just think about it 
really hard, like extremely hard. And then just forget about it. Just forget about it. Just, just let it not just be in your consciousness. Let it not be your existence and let it not control you. Just forget about it. Go smoke a cigarette, go to the diner, whatever you have to do. Just don't think about it. Then in an hour or two, or maybe half the day, it'll come right back. It will, it will come back and something will just snap into your judgment. And then you, you call what you need or in, Don's case, he just drinks in the middle of the <laughs> afternoon, which is insane still. But, you know, I, I digress, you know, yeah. um, that's a great I, that's a good reference. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah it's about I don't remember if it's the second or third it. season, but like I, it, I do remember that scene. Yeah, it, it remained part of my my thought process of just like, oh, you just have to disengage for just just a little bit, just a brief time, not enough where like, because then you're falling into procrastination territory when you're sure. just like, yeah, I'm just not going to deal with it for the rest of the day. And fuck it. I'll just work on it tomorrow. You know, it's like, <laughs> you're not trying. <laughs> like, yeah. you like, <laughs> but that's, that's, you know? that's where I'm like worried about like balance wise. Cause like I'm taking a break right now and it's yeah. very rare for me. And so I'm like, Oh, I'm not doing anything. And it feels really weird. And I'm like, what, to what point, is it where I'm like actually doing this for mental health reasons or am I yeah. just procrastinating? <laughs> well, and sometimes you need to procrastinate for your mental health reasons, you know, like sometimes maybe it's just, it's best for you to disengage fully maybe for, for the day. Who knows? Everybody has their own process. That's the thing. It's like, it's really hard to take writing advice when yeah. you just, you haven't rolled through the punches of what, writing entails at least at least for my benefit like i always read like shit on instagram and i just fucking thumb through instagram through like different fucking quotes and like so many people or even youtube my algorithms just a whole bunch of like directors and writers like here's my writing process da, 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 you know and then i i'm just like okay maybe i should adapt that and then I think about it and I'm like, no, that's too stupid. I don't want to deal with that. And then I move on to the next thing. But like you just you sort of because your rhythm is your rhythm and it's it's whatever what you make of it will get you to that goal. Right. Whatever yeah. it is. And maybe I don't know, maybe you got to play video games for five, six hours and then you can engage with your shit oh, for like eight hours. You I know? just tried vr stuff and that stuff is that's just nuts isn't it yeah it's fun it was so fun it was Mm -hmm. crazy anyway i digress um i actually have to wrap it up because i uh me too i have to let my dog out perfect there you go so let's land it let's fucking land it ladies and gentlemen you know you know why we're here you know you know why this podcast (laughs) exists and that's because we got the fucking get realism's book right here ladies and gentlemen it's Online at getrealisms.com. What are you waiting for? You're here. You watch it thus far. Everybody in the chat, thank you so much for lighting up the chat. But pick up a book if you need it. Kevin, thanks for participating. And like next time when you watch the film, please jump on one of our episodes. Yes, please. Conversation with us because we just want to know what you think and the good and bad stuff. It doesn't have to be all good. Like we know it's not a perfect film at all. So, and we want to make it better because it's going to be it there's going to be a sequel so yes we um, want your input so ursleyfilm.com to to rent uh or google ursley 
uh, E-R-Z-U-L-I-E. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, pick up a, get Reeves' book, get a poster. We love you. We'll, we'll see you next week. Hopefully same time. Uh, we can't guarantee that though, because we are uh, filmmakers and we, we yep, we're filmmakers and so, things change all the effing time. <laughs> it's not because we're lazy and we don't want to do this. We do want to do this. It's our therapy session. We don't want to miss therapy. Um, sometimes we have to work, <laughs> yes. you know, and it sucks. Thank you for joining our, our public therapy session. We love you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining our therapy session. We love you. We'll see you next time. Peace, everybody. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you so much. Yeah,